your boy Mikey. Welcome to the Mikey Leo show. Checking out the news. You been finding anything good, bro? Yeah, the, the, was it, the, the South African president. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Cyril Ramaphosa. Hit that shit. That man. was him, though? That's him, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Cyril Ramaphosa. <laughs> yeah, that's Got nice. it, bro. That's our brother right there. Yeah, man. What's, what's going on, man? What you heard? The, 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 that president's giving back that land to... Um, so he's taking back the land from those white um, farmers mm -hmm. and giving back the land to the, the black natives. No compensation. No compensation. No wow. compensation. That's like, uh, that's that 40 acres right there, bro. He's going to take it from the people like that? I mean, they, that, well, that's what the dude said in the, in, well, I think it was like the town hall speech or whatever. Yeah. He was like, you know, they came over here. And when they took the land from us, they didn't put any stipulations on, you know, uh, of compensation at all. They just killed our people. Right. He, he said that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's only right for you, us to dish it back the same way uh, with no compensation, you know. And a lot of those Afrikaners or, or white invaders, as they call them, what do they say, Black Panther, the, uh, what do they call them? The, the colonizers. The colonizers, Yeah. Uh, a lot of those motherfuckers butt hurt, bro. Straight butt hurt. Um, I think I forget the actual um, the uh, corporation or mm -hmm. whoever um, the spokesperson was. I saw this interview, and the white people over there they call them Afrikaners or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I may be wrong about that, but he was doing an interview with the, a news station over there. And they declared that it's uh, uh they declared war basically. Mm. They declared that that them talking that way is an act of war, and mm. they and they coming, they're coming from the standpoint as to as of people have the right to fight for their land. Right, right, right. So you know if you coming in saying you're gonna take the land, that's just what's gonna happen. It's gonna be war. But I just think it's just a. More bullshit because he was negating the fact that they actually took that land. He he was like saying that was nonsense, but it's like he never stated a reason why it was nonsense. It was okay, just okay. I'm white and I say so. It ain't like he said uh, we gonna do y'all the same way you did us and come murder everybody. He said you want my land back, right. you know. And for them to to be able to make bold statements to declare war, who backing these? What kind of farmers are these? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> What kind of farmers are these that can declare war? We gonna come out with a bunch of hoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's the farmers, so to speak. It's like some type of um, what is it like? Some type of uh, you know how we got like the uh, certain groups over here that speak for certain people and mm. stuff like that. Okay. okay. So I think that's that's what that they kind got of back yeah. yeah. So they. They want to like have a, well. The reporter was like, "You're gonna have like basically ask them when they're gonna have a conversation with the people first before you just you know declare war like mm -hmm. that." And they're like, "Yeah," but they want to bring in their historians um, and use shit documented by their uh, missionaries. And oh. everybody knows that missionaries <laughs> yeah. are the pre um, 
invade invasion force basically. They want to come tender you up. Yeah, before you, before you get invaded, mm -hmm. like when we like you look at that movie Avatar. That mm -hmm. that's what those white people were. They were missionaries, mm -hmm. you know, and they got into those avatars to look like the natives mm -hmm. to warm them up, like mm -hmm. you said. Mm -hmm. So it's just a bunch of bullshit, and they can't prove. It, it, they never give a reason as to you know why it's bullshit that they that we say that they took the land. They never give a reason why it's just I'm white and I say so. That's all it's ever been about. I'm white and I say so. I was listening to that town hall meeting, that town meeting man, and the people spoke to the president, and they saying, okay, you know that's a big claim you claiming, and don't be throwing that around loosely. If you making claims like that, we'll back you. But basically. You know, anybody that's not standing for the uh, reappropriation of the land for the people is an enemy of the people. So basically, we'll back you because that's what we want. But if you just throw it around and not going to do it, then you become the enemy too. Man, the people over there, I mean, they show you that they get into the political thing. They trying to, you know, they, they work and they trying to work with the president to make a change. And, you know, the president before that, he had a... Uh, he was linked to all that corruption. Yeah, he's a puppet. And he fired a lot of people who opposed him. But this new uh, Cyril, when he comes in, oh, I'm sorry, President Ramaphosa, yeah. when he come into the uh, to the uh, to the midst, he hired the people back that the ex the co corrupt government fired to show that yeah. he's willing to live transparent. He wouldn't have cut government spending down because that's what they was about. But mm -hmm. the spending was so high, right? <clears throat> And they couldn't, uh, they couldn't account for that, and they wouldn't go with it. So the, the, the claim was that's why he was fired by the last one. But mm -hmm. this dude here, see, he making gestures to show that he at least trying to stand up front with his yeah, stuff. Yeah, and and I think that's another gesture to show that hey, I'm on code with all y'all, just like you guys are on code. Mm -hmm. I'm on code too, and I'm gonna show you just, just I'm gonna show you how much I'm on code by hiring back all these people that this puppet fired and took out of office because those were the real people. They yeah. were really trying to fight for that. And the way that dude said that the reappropriation of land, if you're against that, then you are an enemy of our people. I couldn't have said it better. Man, I was like my brother. I couldn't have said it and better. And I like how Africans are so direct with the way of speech. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's like a simple beauty. He's like, that's something you don't joke around about. You know, mm -hmm. it didn't have to be, you know, any eloquent, but yet he said it eloquently yeah. that we'll stand for you. Because we believe in that. And he also said that was the biggest applause you got was that. That yeah. showed you that that's what the people want. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate that brother like that. Over here, you know, do you think we stand up like that for our, for our causes? Are the, are the black people associated or into the politics the way that they are over in South Africa? There's no, there's no sense of uh, unity. There's no code. Mm -hmm. It's just a free-for-all over mm -hmm. here, man. And 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 people aren't as motivated as the African people over there. Like one thing I notice about the African like uh, culture and the people nowadays and stuff like that. Like I have never been over there before. Right. All I'm going off of is what I've seen, and from what I've seen, they have a really big young pop population, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the, uh, the young population is really they have a really smart and inquisitive young population. Okay. Add. And the thing about the young the young population is they're motivated, man. Mm -hmm. And I think our pop, our young population would motivated about 
the wrong shit. We're not motivated about um, um, empowerment or focusing on laws and things that's going on in your community because you can change your community faster than you can change the presidency and all of that. True that. So I feel like the reason why it's like that is because, okay, their elders over there, Mm -hmm. to me, are way different from our elders. Our elders from the civil rights era and all of that Mm -hmm. gave up. Mm-hmm. Gave up completely and was very selfish. So in in result, you get a youth, a new generation that gave up and just don't care about nothing but themselves. It's a lot of selfishness. It's every man for himself. Mm-hmm. Versus over there, their elders are riding. You know what I'm saying? They still are about that about that life. They in those streets. Yeah, and they and they teach that and preach that to the to their youth. Mm-hmm. And that's why the youth are so involved mm-hmm. in this whole process so mm-hmm. now you got a youth that can push your narrative you know what i mean because mm-hmm. that's the that's who you want to push your narrative mm-hmm. you want a young group of people to push your narrative because young mm-hmm. people are very influential mm-hmm. very influential young people are the trendsetters bro they the ones who get out there they out there in the streets and stuff like that and then you know the civil rights fought for a lot of rights and then once we start getting some of those rights through whatever means they came you know the older folks now in this generation ain't got a lot more to you you know to lose. We were young, you know. We growing up, we rah rah. You know, we out there. It's just us. We gotta depend on. So we ain't gotta. You know, we could be rebels and all that. Then when right. you start paying taxes, you got a house, got kids. You yeah. taking care of the young generation. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So supporting them, you got more to lose by saying "eff it." I'm gonna get out here in these streets and do this thing. Yeah. However, as a society. I'm wondering, have we become complacent? Fat, you know, we worried about like things like bling. We the end users versus people in Africa. You know, they the one digging the diamonds up, working mm-hmm. in the mine, seeing the stuff stripped out. Right. We the one buying it once it's set into the train yeah. to impress other people who ain't got nothing, who really don't even care, and we'll take that from you right. first chance they get, you know, even ones who say they love you. Yeah, man. You know, I'm just saying the Africans over here versus the Africans over there, you know, once you, you know, we wanted to mix in and join in and do the things that, you know, the the colonizers have done, you know, even though it's got the black label, it doesn't necessarily be black. I was listening to Fur Munch and he was saying, talking about the uh, the black women, uh, Nubian goddess or something like that, who, spoke, who speak multiple languages mm-hmm. for unspeakable reasons. Now, you got black folks out there speaking all these different languages, but none of them like key Swahili and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. They speak in French and Spanish. These are the the people who invaded who colonized language. And stuff, yeah. So when I see black TV shows, it's just black faces, but they not doing, they still showing Caucasian problems, like mm-hmm. my wife and kids. I mm-hmm. love Damon Wayans and what the women... Wayne's family have done, right. but yet they showing the same narcissistic, you know, values and goofiness that's like any other show. It's just that we can relate to it more because it's a black face. Exactly, exactly. It's not, you know, we didn't go on there and Damon start drumming and, you know <laughs> what I mean? And they were talking about Orisha yeah. gods and things of that and nature. African culture. Yeah, they yeah. talking about firefighters and Right, mm-hmm. the American dream. Yeah, the American dream. So it's a big difference. That was never made for us at all. No. And, and if we were even on like one inkling as close to being on code as 
the South Africans are on mm-hmm. code, we mm-hmm. would be we would have a lot more momentum. Like this shit could change overnight mm-hmm. if people would just be on code. And I'm not talking about everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about we all gotta agree on everything. But mm-hmm. we we can all agree that hey, you know, I'm tired of being in an oppressed system. Everybody mm-hmm. can agree on that. Mm-hmm. Even the bourgeois niggas can agree on that. Yeah. So if we can all just agree on that and put all our differences aside, because that's what the dominant society does. They don't agree on every damn thing, but right. they know when it's time to come together to push an agenda. Yeah, but everybody that come together look like them, and then the ones look like us act like them. Yeah. So it's always all in their favor because they push an agenda, and so the rule books get bigger and bigger. And then, you know, you forget how to take care of yourself because you got so many rules. Like, look at the... Uh, what happened with the farmers in Zimbabwe who, when the government came and took their land back? It was so many people that couldn't take care of themselves. They welcomed when these people came back. And that now, was Zimbabwe? Yeah, that was in Zimbabwe. Okay. Now, the thing about it is, why couldn't they take care of it? So, these are the same people that grew the food. Right. They, the money. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The, the farmers. Who were the farmers selling it to? They were, the, 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 the people that they were selling to was cut off once they kicked them out. So it shows you that they had the you have to have a full economic plan to make moves like this. And that's why I got better hopes for this government regime in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Because he is hiring back the financial people that were of the people and for the people mm-hmm. versus Zimbabwe, you know, they went in and they did a good show. Yeah. And, you know, got the you know, the farmers who took the land out, they yeah. by gunpoint, it was kinda of violent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Radical and, as fuck. Yeah, because you know everybody with the greatest intentions don't lead those campaigns. It'd be the you know, they get yeah. their armies and street folks and Right. And you know, most we, of them they don't they don't have no no business savvy game plan nah, like that. Nah, nah. They it's just, it's emotional for them. Yeah. And you know, we can be very emotional people. You know, that's our goodness. And it's also the when you play against an emotional person, you can you can lead them into all kinds of things because they led by the emotion. So if you make them emotional, mm-hmm. you can get into you know, you, you can, can manipulate, you can manipulate them. them. Exactly. Well, that's, that's how I mean, I think that's how they came in and really took advantage of us because mm-hmm. it's always been infighting mm-hmm. in Africa. Mm-hmm. Even now to to like even nowadays it's the infighting amongst black people because mm-hmm. you know like most of the family structures in, in, in black society mm-hmm. are really fucked up because we're always fighting amongst each other mm-hmm. all the time. And mm-hmm. I mean, people in the dominant society fight too, but mm-hmm. they still know that, hey, this is my fucked up um, redneck cousin Ray Ray, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we fight and all of that, but we still, you know, know what it is. Black people, we cannot get along at yeah. all. And even in relationships, I remember I saw somebody saying this. I think it was... a. Uh, what was the lady's name? I forget her name. She's a real good educated sister. Mm-hmm. And she was saying we can we can get along in the bed just fine, but once we get out that bed, you know, it's it's always fighting and turmoil. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. that's our problem. We need to be able to get along outside the bed and really focus on true matters. Like I had conversations with I had a conversation with a person about the same thing and the the person was telling me that I focused too much on racism and inequality and white supremacy and I said no I don't I'm not focusing all my life on that shit like I still live my life Mm -hmm. how can you defeat something if you don't 
study it and know what it is. That's the art of war. You don't go into war blind. That's true, man. And that's what we've been doing. Like, people will say it ain't racism or you pull in the race card or racism doesn't exist like you. Like, they claim it do. But I ask the people, man, you know, and it's for the people. Y'all look at yourselves, everybody, and look inside white or black and just think about if you how you feel when you see a black person. You know, think about all the uncomfortable times you've been around your friends and family who feel funny about black people. I've heard white people say they had to disown like their grandfather because their grandfather was completely racist. But yet, racism doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I'm in the store, I mean, all I saw was uncomfortable white people. And I had the money or because of my hobbies, you know, I liked as a young man, physics and quantum physics and stuff like that. Once mm -hmm. I got out of high school, it yeah. became a hobby. In high school, I wasn't into none of that. They're not even used to us just having those types of hobbies and mm -hmm. habits. And then when you do get some kind of, you know, black consciousness about yourself, it's always what black folks have been through and slavery and all of that type of stuff is yeah. what we focus on, not the greatness we were before. Right. And I'm not saying just go back in history. I'm saying how do you go about recapturing that individually? Mm. Well, going back and looking at those certain individuals yeah. that were great instead of just looking. Because we all know, you know, what slavery entailed and everything. I right. think we got that, you know, down packed. We've studied that enough to know what the symptoms were and why we're in the state that we are in right, right. now. is because of slavery. And just read... Um, was the, the Willie Lynch letters? You read that, that that tells you right there that all of those symptoms still are here to this day. You right. know, still are here. Which answers that lady question that you heard about the sister saying why we don't get along outside the bedroom. Yeah. If that type of mentality shows you from the Willie Lynch, Lynch they were making the female and male separate yeah. each other. And growing up as a male, like if I got all my homies around and we talking and I go. And I go, hey, what's up, bro? You know how y'all do? What's happening? What's happening, man? Here, pass that, pass that. Right, right, right. Listen, man, I met this girl today, cuz. <laughs> man, she's just like, man, you know, she got her shit together, bro. She getting her doctorate, man. And, you know what I mean? I'm thinking, like, you know, I can settle down with this one, man. And, you know what I'm saying? Straight, mm -hmm. you know, connect and build an empire off of this, man, because she could be a queen for your king. Right. Nigga, <laughs> 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 you in love all weekend, You know, so that type of. Mentality that we can't even show love because of it looks soft or lame. Exactly, and then women actually back that. Now, if a dude got his pants sagging, yeah, they love that. They love that, yeah. and people say, you know, why men wear that? If a woman stop liking that, they stop. We pull our pants up because mm -hmm. that's when you. If a man don't get no sex. He'll pull his pants up for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, man. Yeah. You have dudes doing all type of crazy things. What is it? That, that song, The Power of the P-U-S-S-Y. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's real talk. That's real talk. Like, we do what the women do. I mean, if you're a real dude, you won't, you won't do that. You're just going to be you, and it's going to come regardless. What is it? You get the power, then you get the money. Well, you get the money, you get the power, then you get the respect, and then the women's come after all of that. You know, yeah. women come after all of that shit. Yeah. Actually, uh, I mean, I found the faux pas in that, man, because people think money is power. Mm -hmm. But power is power. 
power is influence. Yeah, money and money it, to me is the result of power. That's why only some people have it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. if like, okay, if you get money, how you get the money? You got to have some kind of power to get it. Right. Like if I'm, let's say I'm a singer, right? If I don't master my art, I ain't gonna have nothing to sell. Right. I ain't gonna have no power. Once I become elite by all the hours spent mastering, now I got a product to sell. Yep. Then from there you get the money. Yep. So people skip that and they want the money First. with no work. Right. And work come, money comes from work. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So if I go into the game, I done, like Kanye say, he spent summers in without going out working on beats for three summers. What you think was going to happen? Do you see what I'm saying? He mastered his art. Yeah. You keep working on something for so long, it can't do nothing but pop off. It can't do nothing but be extraordinary and, success and successful. You know, that's just the bottom line. And you put, it's, it's, it's just the way energy works. You put so much energy into something, you can't expect nothing but that energy to come back to you. Whether it's good or bad, you know, it's going to come back to you. And it's, that's what work is. You put that energy into your work, you're going to see the fruits of your labor. True that, true that, true that. Well, man, shout out to South African uh, President mm. Cyril Ramaphosa, uh, you know. Mr. Coming to the people, shout out to the people of South Africa. Hope everything work out and y'all get y'all economic structure together. And yeah, stay on code. Yeah. But anyway, that's just something to think about at this time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in to Mikey Leo, the melanated father and son duo, just two grown men, talking about things that matters. Until the next time you bless us with your eardrums, love yourselves, and be free. Everywhere we smoke that ganja, blow that smoke up in the air. They say we don't can have it, but we really don't care. Liberate the mind of the people everywhere. We all love everyone, the people everywhere. We smoke that ganja, blow that smoke up in the air. They say we don't can have it, but we really don't care. Liberate the mind of the people everywhere. We all love everyone, the tip top papers. Yeah. Go see your fingers. Yeah. Twist your sweet bill that blunts wrapped around. So let your mind get high, let your soul live high, uplift the people, baby. Ain't that what we live by? Let the stress get by, let the pain slip by. Deadlines on the line, the ganja will make you fine. Slow down and take your time and see what place you find. When you escape your mind and let your feet skate the sky, tell us don't touch that. But then they make blunt rhymes. We sell it to the hood to anybody with a dub sack, to cash driving Cadillacs, to kids with a lunch sack. So fuck it, gon' get a bag, then get the world. Everywhere. We smoke that ganja blow that smoke up in the air. They say we don't can have it, but we really don't care. Liberate the mind of the people everywhere. We 